Sporting Goss, keeping an eye on the WAFL, of course, and our attention this week turns to a big game for both teams, really the last gasp for Peel Thunder and West Perth trying to cement their place in the top five, albeit it looks pretty safe for now. They've been in form and so too has our next guest, Aaron Black. He joins us on the Sporting Goss. Winning form is good form and the, the Falcons are in that at the moment, Blackie. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Goss. I'm looking forward to it, as always. <laughs> hey, mate, the boys are in form. Well, you just fell over the line against East Fremantle, but uh, by this, uh, by the stretch of the form guide the way it is, you are one of the form clubs of the comp. Yeah, oh, look, the last two weeks we've probably um, struggled in the last quarters, but I think um, the comment I made after the game to, to Jeff um, was, Good sides win those games, so we, we we weren't playing the way we wanted to, but you, you still find a way to win. So I think that's a positive for what we're doing at the moment is we've struggled, but we've also found a way to, to win them. So five in a row is um, obviously a, a good thing, but we've got another another big job this week. Very much so. So when you sit down with Jeff Valentine and the rest of the playing group after the game, and you talk and you you mention those uh, those last quarters where it's become a bit of a struggle, can you put your finger on why? Um. Oh look, it's all—it's all pretty, I guess, generic kind of um, conversation. It's a little bit about us not sticking to our process, and uh, we kind of go away a little bit from what we were doing. Uh, we're still relatively young, and we've got a couple of our senior guys missing. So I think that's just a, potentially a bit of a trait that you know, when you're a bit younger, um, you get a bit ahead of yourself, a bit excited, and um, they start doing things that aren't necessarily what we do. So it's trying to um, limit how long potentially we do that for and um, you know, if, if we stay to our process as long as possible, then the results are going to um, come our way and that's sort of shown the last five weeks. Tell us about some of the players that you have been excited about, some of the youngsters, the, the young names in the group that you think have really stepped up in this um, winning streak of five in a row. I mentioned a few uh, in the paper the other day, but a couple um, outside of that, like one, Zach Gordon, and um, who, you know, he's a little bit older and played a fair bit of footy, mm-hmm. but his form playing as a, a key shutdown bat has been, you know, almost unbelievable. He's still averaging like 25, but keeping his opponent to, you know, maybe one scoring shot and five or six a game. So he's been awesome. Um, then, you know, a couple of young kids, like Nate Murray has been one who's been fantastic, came in, played his first five games for five wins, and I think he was averaging 20 and one or two. Um, Tom Boys does some real defensive stuff that um, you don't really see if you're, you're not a, um, a sort of analytical watcher. So mm. he does a lot of defensive stuff for us. And our ruckman, Ben Delaport's come a long way um, the last, you know, year and a half. And, and he's been a lot more valuable to us this year. So just, a, just having those young kids step up and, and take a bit of load off the rest of the group uh, has obviously made a massive difference for them. Aaron Black, our guest on Sporting Goss uh, from the West Perth Football Club, 210-gamer. Uh, you kicked a goal in round one, if I remember rightly. You haven't hit the scoreboard of any note since then. You've had one point, one point, one point, one point, and you were a bit off target on the weekend. You had two points. Um, you like to hit the scoreboard, Aaron, but I have noticed that's one part of your game you need to work on, even in your veteran status that you are. I think everyone likes hitting the scoreboard, mate. Um, I'm trying to. If you can't tell, I'm trying to kick a goal, but it's, uh, I don't have much range on my legs at the moment, and or if I ever have. So um, I can't say I get too many shots from inside 25. Um, yeah, look, I, as long as we're kicking big scores, it's hard when Tyler's kicking five, six, seven each week and, and all the forwards are chipping in. 
um, and kicking their bit. So we're getting wins, and I'm I'm doing my bit by getting one or two points, and we're going okay. One of the great different cats of football is Keegan Knott. He's just a different beast. He kicked two goals for. Now, one thing he has prided himself on in his career has been accuracy. And I wasn't at the game. I didn't see the game. I haven't seen a replay of the game. Can you explain his two goals for? Because we've tried to get him on the show. He's always got an excuse as to why he can't come on. He has no problems chirping on the field. He has no problem chirping on social media, but he doesn't want to come on the show. He must be he must be fearful that I'm going to bite him. Must be you, mate. <laughs> you need must to put a good you. word in for me, Blackie. You need to yeah, let him know. I've got nothing against former Claremont players who played at university <laughs> who now play at West Perth. I don't know why he wouldn't want to come in and speak to you, mate. Mm-hmm. Um, look, the one thing you know, the one thing you get from Keggs is in big moments. And any time he's on the boundary line, he's going to kick a snag. And, um, you know, I think we were down two and he got a free kick on the boundary line and there was no chance he was missing that one. So um, he kicks the hard ones and sometimes he misses the easy ones. I think he had a couple from about 50 metre range and that, that you know, that's probably stretching him a little bit um, with the big boys on the line. So, uh, you know, around the boundary line, you back him in every day of the week. Anytime he's getting a bit deep, um, he's probably going to miss a couple. But I'll, I'll definitely put in a good word for you, mate. Thank you very, sure thank you very much. Tell him I'll give him a special couple of extra minutes than I normally give uh, the superstars like yourself. Um, he did kick six the last time you played Peel Thunder. He was the match winner. It was a remarkable performance. Yeah, oh, mate. Again, he's probably the, the, the best small forward in the comp. You know, I believe. I think we've got... Um, some really good ball users who are who are giving good supply at the moment as well. So hopefully we can we can do the same. Um, be nice to see him get up and kick another six. He had six scoring shots on the weekend, so I wouldn't be surprised if he does it again. Some concern about Will Schofield uh, going forward. He's got a broken back. We're reliably informed and hasn't played for the last couple of weeks. I don't know if he is playing. I'd like to see Will Schofield and Keegan not together. I reckon there'd be a fair bit of verbal jousting going on. Is there any chance that we can get Keggs playing on Scully? Oh, he's he's love that. Just, just go to him. Just yeah, go to him, mate. That, work, that works in our favour. Sorry, Scully, but um, <laughs> we'll be kicking the ball along the ground and Keggs will be kicking a few from the back. <laughs> or, or put it on Scully's head and then put your knee right in the middle of his back. That, that No, he's a good man, Scully, and, <laughs> and I think it's fantastic that he's still um, sort of uh, getting involved at the waffle level. And, yeah, um, let's hope he recovers well. He did mention that he had a broken back. Well, I haven't heard it, but I have led to believe he has declared it publicly somewhere. So um, anyway, hey, Connor West must give you great delight. You must have got a real buzz out of him making his AFL debut in Adelaide the other day. And he also played really well. Yeah, oh, mate, I think he's um, he's going to be fantastic at AFL level. I think he's got all the traits that, that AFL clubs are looking for and the Eagles have got a good one. Um, obviously, you know, if you, you have 20 possessions and 13 of them are contested, he sort of worked his way into it um, a little bit early, as he, as he mentioned in some of his um, interviews, but I think that's just the natural feel out of the game. And um, going forward, you know, he's going to be a real good get for them. Obviously, with Shuey, um, Shuey's injury problems, mm. he can kind of play that that real power runner, um, break lines kind of midfielder that they're looking for. Um, and it was great, great to watch it. You know, it's probably, I think it's our first mid-season um, draft day that has kind of been with the club and then gone. So it was actually a real. Uh, enjoyable experience to, to watch him play and play well. Interesting, though. You have to cover for him, don't you? And I know he's been gone a little while now. Um, are you comfortable with you know the way that the midfield has started to work without Connor West and his grunt and his grind and his disposal level? Yeah, oh, it, it's definitely a difficult one. Uh, but I think 
So a lot of midfield stuff, a lot of positional stuff is about having a good mix, you know. So I think, you know, Connor goes out. We find a, we find a couple of guys like um, Nath Murray and um, Tom Boys who can potentially combine to give us that mix that we're after, that we had with Connor. So they they they've come into the side and just played their role. Um, and you know, potentially adds a little bit more on on me and Nelly um, to do some more things. But what they've done is they've filled um, you know his void uh, together, uh, and I think that's that's been really good. And they're, they're very understanding of their roles coming into the side. I think that can also be challenging when you get um, a change in the side. Um, people don't necessarily understand what we need of them, uh, and they've come in and gone. Well, if, if you need me to play do this and do that, and, and they've just been willing to do it. So um, that makes, you know, the mid-life a lot easier, makes the team's life a lot easier because we know what we're getting. Aaron Black, our guest on Sporting Goss from the West Perth Football Club, ahead of taking on Peel Thunder this weekend. Gee, your tackle counts are up, mate, um, or four on the weekend, but, gee, you must be pleased. I mean, I think you knocked off 12 against Claremont. I know you like playing Claremont and Claremont like playing you. Um, so your tackle count was up. I do like playing Claremont, so I definitely um, added a, I had a bit more aggression for that one. But, uh, yeah, I, I just think um, it's depending on what um, I'm needed to do. In the last you know four or five weeks, my role's been slightly different, a little bit more um, defensive as a mid, but I'm still obviously getting my hands on the footy. So I th- it's that time of year where uh, it's really important that the leaders are, are stepping up and, and um, leading by example. I think that's had a big difference uh, for us. Uh, obviously winning five in a row again, but um, I do like you know, that in inside tough and under stuff, although people like to think I'm I'm soft and like it on the outside. No, you're not. No, you're not. You I'm, wouldn't believe it, would you? No, I know. I know. Only Subiaco fans think that. Oh, sorry. Hey, <laughs> hey, can I uh, ask you, the, the, the premiership is concealed. I say this every time I speak to someone from the Waffle. Uh, anyone on any day that is a contender is going to win this flag. I saw Subi on the weekend. They took a long time to shake off... Mind you, they were a pretty stocked-up West Coast waffle. Uh, they didn't have Delahunty. You only need one or two injuries, don't you, at the top level, and it can really derail your chances. As long as – and you mentioned you had a few senior blokes out at the moment. You must be happy the fact is you are winning, still have a couple of important pieces to the puzzle not there, but at the same time is one bad – you're only, you're only a bad day away from really hurting your premiership chances. Mate, you're exactly right. Um, I, I don't think I've, I've actually been involved in a season that's probably been this even. I think I think we say that you know multiple times, um, you know across the years that oh it's an even comp, it's an even comp. But generally you get you know one or two real standouts, and there's been one standout in Subi for for a lot of those. And I know you'll be happy that I say that. <laughs> but um, the, the the gap is is a lot smaller than it has been, and it's great for the comp one. Um, and, and it's also great to, to be involved in and play in because there's actually a lot of confidence probably in in the top you know four or five sides mm. that they can probably win one if not steal one um, to, to put it that way. So you're right, you're you're an injury away um, or you're, you're one or two key players um, away from potentially winning one. So um, it's exciting, but it's also you know potentially daunting for for the young kids and. Um, there's still a long way to go. I think there's six games left or they're deciding what to do with the back end of the, the season. So um, it's going to be an interesting finish. Very much so. I mean, you know, just so the ladder looks like this for our listeners. Subiaco are on top on 36, but their percentage is whopping 140. They've got a miserly defence. That's the difference. Claremont are second 36 with a percentage of 121. 
uh, 0.42. South Fremantle are 0.16% behind Claremont on the same wins um, and in third spot. You are on 120.05, so you are 1.37% behind Claremont and a game behind. But tell you what, you know, you can win, you can certainly get to second, and you could easily get to the top by the time the season's up. I mean, that would be huge. Yeah, I think if you said at the start of the year that West Perth have a chance to finish on top of the ladder, you probably would have said you're dreaming. So, yeah, I would have. Um, it, it's massive for us. And I think I think it's South versus Claremont maybe this week, um, yep. which is yep. the potential for us to finish second at the end of the week. Yeah. So um, it is exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't think you can finish second because one of those teams have to win. That's also true. So what was it, third? <laughs> third at know. best. Massive, isn't that? I'm a PE teacher. I'm not a math teacher. No, nah, exactly right. And, not, and, and I still I pity those kids as well. Hey, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for chatting to us. It is exciting times. Um, and how's life in general for you, Blackie? I mean, you're, you're working out there at uh, the Darling Range. And uh, how's life in general for, for Aaron Black? Yeah, there's the Darling Range plug. Uh, yeah, Matt, it's great out here. Got the footy kids out here. So um, they're obviously getting a top-tier education in football. Um, but just come off holidays, mate. So it's pretty cruisy. Oh, Played yeah. a bit of golf and, and just hanging out. We we live that fantastic life. You we do. Get two weeks off and ten weeks on. <laughs> Appreciate your time. All the very best on the weekend. West Perth taking on Peel Thunder. Always good to chat, mate. And get on to Keegan Not for me, can you? Yeah, I will. Love your work, mate. It's always on good you. to chat. Yeah, on you. Aaron Thanks. Black, one of the good fellas and Sandover Mellison, superstar of the Waffle with West Perth. This is your Sporting Goss.